farm in Minnesota in between the Twin Cities and Rochester. Farm with my dad. Be one of the first years where we're using the Conklin system. So had the privilege of meeting you and Rod and doing the ProAg. And then this was our first year kind of implementing the full system. Kind of started it last year and then this year kind of implemented the whole thing. Pretty much corn and soybeans, little vegetable crops, little hay, mostly corn and soybeans. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. What do you feel was kind of the the biggest highlight of the season? Now that you're finished up, everything's wrapped up, you say, wow, you know, that was awesome. Considering running through the full year of the program, considering the challenges we had with weather up here, um, in the area I'm at, we probably had about the worst drought we'd ever had in about, for sure, my career farm, and I'd say 25 years. And yep. even with the drought as bad as it was, we had some of the best bean yields we've ever had, period. So I guess the high, that would be probably the highlight of the year, considering all the weather challenges, the positives of uh, of the yields when the, when the year finally closed out. Didn't you guys kind of looked at the situation and said, holy smokes, we better kind of pull back a little bit from this stuff and not do the whole thing because we're in a, a massive drought. And, and you guys kind of caught some timely rains and that kind of made you feel more comfortable about adding more of the system back on, correct? Yeah, we started with the fertilizer and the micros and then we were kind of unsure about doing the foliar feed with the chemical and everything because we were doing micros with that. And then we ended up catching like we just get about a half an inch or an inch or eight and it was just enough (laughs) to keep it going. So then we ended up going the full thing and then doing all the micros. I'm definitely glad we did from what we saw. So it was, you know, considering the drought, we'd never done it before. You know, the first year out of the shoot, it was a little unnerving to do it, you know, considering the drought, but uh, it definitely worked out this fall. (laughs) I know you guys did a lot of different things. But kind of what in your mind are a couple things that you did different this year that you're really, really looking forward to carrying that on into 2022? The big thing was fertilizer and the beans. That was a big step to do inferral fertilizer. Nobody around here really does it. Did some consulting besides Conklin in the beginning and got kind of some feedback where not sure if this is going to work. It's going to hurt <laughs> yeah. the germination. So it was a little nerving to try it. You know, a lot of conversations before we did it, but uh, it definitely made a huge difference. You know, you wonder if it's actually going to work or not. Is this going to work on my farm? But I mean, we could see it from the first field we started on the combine to the last field we went to. So I can just say that this the inferral system works for anyone who's watching. So uh, you wonder because your neighbors, no one else is pushing this. Does it actually work? But I can say from our experience, it definitely does. That's funny. We're actually at a, a pro egg in South Sioux City, and we we're eating supper with a couple. And, you know, that was a concern as well. They're like, I just can't believe this works. You know, when you talk to somebody that doesn't know anything about what we do, they always say, oh, well, it's, you know, oh, that, that stuff doesn't work and you need to watch it because you might have an issue. Well, that's the thing that we've been doing this for over 30 years. And, you know, the system has been in place since 1990. And, you know, we know what we can do and, and how to push those limits. So I appreciate you saying that. That's pretty funny. When you look at the volatility of the market, what are you kind of doing now that you know how the Conklin system works and how we kind of run things at a better way to farm? How are you looking at the market volatility and kind of change some of your inputs or whatever? How are you managing that volatility as the inputs keep rising? This year, especially, I'm probably glad that we went with the system because with the cost of everything, 
we used to do mostly a dry broadcast program and we've pretty much cut that to a bare minimum considering the cost of everything that's a good thing we went through the soil samples again and pretty much tailor fit a system to each acre so each acre is getting what each acre needs not more of this that doesn't need and less of what it doesn't need so especially with the cost of everything you can't just be throwing you know 100 pounds of this 200 pounds of that so i guess considering everything with the volatility this year we really apply honed in with uh when you come out the soil sample we took all that and put it to use and really honed in on each field okay this is what it needs we're going to give it what it needs but we're not going to waste money and just throw stuff at it that it doesn't need no we have a lot of fields that don't need a lot of P and K, you know, they're more, they're more micronutrient deficient than anything else. So we're going to save the money on the P and K, regardless of what the co-op will tell you. And we're going <laughs> to put, put it towards micronutrients that actually tend to make a difference on yield. That's going to help really reduce your inputs because you're going to take that and you're going to put that dollar where it actually belongs. And you're not just going to blanket spread some ridiculous amount of fertilizer, whether you need it or not. You're actually going to fine tune that and figure out what you need and where to put that dollar on every acre, which is awesome. I wanted to let you know about our farming forecast sweepstakes running January 3rd through January 5th. Go to a betterwaytofarm.com forward slash win to enter. This is one way we can give back to you by bringing you this special series of interviews plus the chance to win some cool prizes. Visit a betterwaytofarm.com forward slash win. What do you want them to know about what you're doing now that they have to do next year? Because you know for certain that you're going to do it for 2022 and these people have to do it as well. The big thing is it's not just the infro fertilizer, which is important, but like the soil sampling and matching the fertilizer works. Like it, it all goes together. Like it, it's almost a must to do it from what we've seen. Like you say, and you have to sample it. Like when I first met with you guys, we talked about it. We talked about, well, could we just use our old soil samples? You really can't. It's really not that much cost per acre considering what you're going to get back and then what you're going to save on what you don't need. You know, I guess yep. if I was to recommend anything to anyone, it would be get the soil samples. And I mean, I would recommend doing the foliar, but if, if I was to recommend one thing would be get the soil samples in the furrow program together with what you get out of the soil samples, but they have to go together. You can't, because, you know, once I got into the system, I understood you can't get a good in program unless you know what you're dealing with, you know. So you can't just say, well, this is kind of what it is. No, then it's not going to, you know, this isn't a one size fits all. It's not like magic juice that you throw out there. This is a tailor fit program, you know. So if I was to tell anyone anything, I would say spend a couple bucks an acre, get your soil samples, and get an inferral program. You can probably cut. For us, it was no extra cost because what we saved on the dry and everything else, we just put to the inferral. It was a, it was a net, very much net gain in the end with the yield. So. Where would you say, because we mentioned it just a second ago, we do these pro-ag trainings. I mentioned I was at one. Uh, but we do these two-day fundamentals of agronomy all across the United States for about three months' time. But how important would you say that that is to also the soil testing side and looking at those soil tests? How is pro-ag able to help you read and understand your own soil tests so that you know you understood when we said something, you knew why we were doing it? For most people, if they're like us dealing with the co-op, this is a whole new concept. So it's hard. It's a lot to understand, and it's a whole new thing, which is why a lot of people probably question it because it's so different than anything that's been done. But once you go to the pro-ag and you hear guys like you and Rod, and then even the people at Conklin explain, like, 
there's a science to this. This is why we're doing it. This is how this works. Yeah. This is how this responds. For example, at the ProAg is kind of after we did that is when we made our determination to do the addition of the Amplify D, which was a huge deal with the drought for driving roots and everything else. I mean, we had a better than average corn yield in one of our worst droughts, and I'm quite certain that that was part of it. So, and it learned all about it. You know, it just... It's going to seem a lot at first, but when you go to that training, it kind of just explains like how everything works. And then it kind of just makes sense to you. And then it really doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. It's like, you know what? There's a science to it. This is why we're doing it. This is how it works. I mean, it just explains everything to you. It makes a lot more sense. And then you can also kind of see like, this is why we're doing this. It'll give you some understanding of, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. You know, we're not just going to throw something on the ground and six months later, we're going to hope it's still there. We're going to put something right in the furrow with the plant. We're going to give it what it needs, when it needs it. And, you know, this is the result behind it. I really do appreciate the time. I really do wish you the best of luck in 2022. And I really look forward to seeing you in Minnesota. I definitely I'll look forward to seeing you guys. Like I said, we're going to keep up with this. In fact, after what I've seen this year, I think we're even going to take a few more steps and try and add, add a few more things after what we've seen. A better way to farm dot com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com. dot com.